Hey, welcome to the All 49ers Show. I'm Grant Cohn. That's Jose Sanchez. It's Dolphins Week. We're going to talk about the Dolphins. The name of the show is Assessing the Biggest Threats of the Niners in the NFC. I think big picture, this is an interesting game. It's diagnostic. The Dolphins are a playoff caliber team. But ultimately, we got to, we got to look at which teams are the Niners' threats in the playoffs when they get there. And we're going to talk about that. But I think before we even get there, we need to talk about like the Niners' strengths and weaknesses like we always do. And reassess those because every week it's... There's a new story. So all all off, all year, we were looking at this offensive line, at least during the season, as like, man, they're really exceeding expectations. They're doing so much better than we thought. In fact, is it a good offensive line? And then this past week happened. Um, you could argue that the offensive line was the biggest weakness on the offense this past week. So I'm asking you, is this just a one-week overreaction, or is the offensive line overrated? Uh more towards overreaction because the okay. Saints and I, I think I downgraded the Saints so much I'll look past them in terms of the defensive line and how good they were because man they were out there Jimmy was like under pressure majority of his snaps I was like what's going on <laughs> what the hell what's yeah. going on they couldn't run block they could barely pass block and it was crazy so that's kind of a test to why Jimmy was having a struggle out there but no I think it was just one week overreaction thing. Um, I think pretty much it kind of was consistent with what we've been seeing all year. Trent Williams was strong. The interior was relatively fine, which, you know, they kind of like kind of got blew up here and there. But and then McGlinchey has the one like penalty and then the other like, what, what are you doing, McGlinchey? So I think overall they were fine. You know, yeah. Did Jake, like, did, did Jake Rendell have his his weekly uh, penalty, too? He's did got he, nine. I don't remember. Who else He's got nine this year. He has nine this year. Nine. Okay. Nine. Nine times. You don't know what that's from. That's pretty. That's pretty. I don't know where it's from. You know that's pretty. Is that an old person thing? I don't know. Ferris so, Bueller's I mean, Day uh, Off is you know, <laughs> the eighties. Yeah. You so I don't think they're overrated. Yeah. They had a bad outing. It's, it was a bad matchup. Oh, oh, I mean, you would have wished it was better because at home, then you know, had to the Saints had to travel versus you didn't have to travel over there for once, which is a rare occasion. As the Niners didn't have to go to New Orleans yeah. to play them down there, you would have liked it better. But I, I think I definitely overlooked how good that defensive line was which you know they've actually been pretty good for like years and years yeah I mean Cam Jordan and uh, Marcus Davenport are both really good um I think it is a, a bit overrated the offensive line but I'm not saying it's bad so when I say it's overrated I feel like people were saying this is a really good great. offensive line and yeah, I don't know great. that it is I think it's like it's I mean how many it's good it, it can function well if it's facing a a team that doesn't really have a pass rush, they'll be great. I mean, look, put it this way. The Niners are 18th in yards per carry this year. It's not because of the running backs, you know? I mean, it seems like when they face a top-tier pass rush, they're, I mean, they're not really quite, they can't quite match up. Mm-hmm. Trent Williams can. But Aaron Banks got pushed around this this past week. Jake Brendel, you know. He's doing okay for a glorified backup. Spencer Burford's 21. Mike McGlinchey, we know. So um, I think if they face, like this week against Miami, Miami doesn't have a great pass rush. Oh, they did add, Brad, add Bradley Chubb. Um, but the Niners' offensive line, it, it could hold its own this week. But then the next week against Tampa, Tampa has a really good pass rush. Uh, Philly has a really good pass rush eventually. So I'm not sure how the Niners will match up against those teams. Um, but So that's why I would say it's a little overrated. I mean, it's, it is the concern. And like when the Niners' season has... has Ended the last like in the Super Bowl fourth quarter NFC Championship fourth quarter, yeah. Kyle melted down and Jimmy melted down, but that offensive line was terrible in both instances. Yeah. And 
the interior. I don't know. I kind of ex- expect that to happen at some point. Like the Niners can mask it a lot with their coach and their scheme and Jimmy's quick release, but eventually they got to block someone, someone good at, at a crucial moment. I don't know if they can do it. Yeah, know. I'm surprised we didn't Trent see King. more like quick screen uh, game being like dialed into or abused by uh, Kyle. Cause it's like, I mean, Kyle's the one time that you don't call as many screens that you had in the past that didn't work. Why not call it now when the you know the, the pass rush is really like decimating your quarterback? I well, mean, you just to Dennis Allen's credit, to Dennis Allen's credit, it seemed like he was calling. He had a lot of people at the line of scrimmage and calling a lot of man coverage. So, I yeah. mean, it's it maybe it's tougher to to call screens. I mean, really, what Dennis Allen was doing was saying. I freaking dare you to throw down the. I freaking dare you to throw down the. Oh, field. a thousand percent. That's what a, you doing. know. Man coverage, single high safety, and like Brandon Ayuk would be getting one on ones, winning. And Jimmy's like, I'm not even. I don't throw that pass. But she was the only Which one is, that was winning. Again, of course. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because that's not Jawan Jennings' game, and that's not Debo's game, or or Kittle's at this point. But Ayuk, I mean, frankly, he should be. He's the kind of guy who could put up 1600. Uh, receiving yards in a season. He could be putting up 100 yards a game if he was on a team with a, a quarterback mm-hmm. who would throw it down the field. And it's crazy. But uh, we're talking about the offensive line right now. Anyway, I think it's it's not bad. It's not bad, and it should be able to Yeah, it's not it top three or five like it was being touted out, especially because okay. after last week, what, what did the Niners send out to everyone saying that that was like the fourth game without a, a sack by the 49ers offensive line allowed all year, which I wonder what the other three yeah games were off the top of yeah. my head i'm trying to think of like who's it against like because Niners haven't really faced any like top of the line mm-hmm. top-notch defensive line it's, it's like if they have one premier pass rusher that's like oh my god this guy is a beast like an aaron donald it's like okay you know what that's fine because who else is around there leonard floyd right the rams don't have a great pass rush this year to your point they don't have a great defensive line overall no i think the best pass rushes the niners have faced this year are new orleans and kansas city who both made the niners offense look like you know out of rhythm. And in both cases, the Niners were struggling to score in the red zone. Well, if you get to the three-yard line and, and you can't win the line of scrimmage, you're getting pushed around, that's a problem. And again, I mean, don't just look at the pass protection numbers, the sacks. Look at the the rushing production. You got all these good running backs on this team, and you're 18th in yards per carry. It's hard to fathom. So I think that's partially what's happening. And Jake Brendel's doing a, an admirable job. It's hard to knock him, but nine penalties and – I don't know. Eventually, this could get bad. So he needs to clean that up. He's got. To clean I didn't realize up. it was nine. It felt like five. I know. Well, mclinchy has got five holding penalties already. That's already a career high. Got so what are the? Did you, when you looked at the penalties, how much? What exactly were they? Were they just a mix of everything? Like oh, for Brendel, it's a mix of everything. For uh, for I can look it up for you. I'll do it in a second. For uh, McGlinchey, it's just holds. Because what else could like. Brendel be? It's like false star. What? No, actually, not even false star. He's a center. It could be a false start, but that's not kind of uncommon. Holding, hands to the face. Um, does he ever get a legal man on upfield when he's doing the downfield, when he's doing the RPO? It has to be those two. He's got four holding penalties, two false starts. He doesn't have a false uh, start. I got, why are they saying he's got seven penalties? Man, they're lying to me, man. Man, maybe I, maybe I gave him too much. Now they're saying seven. Anyway, Jake Brendel, <laughs> stepping up. It's still a lot. I don't know. Okay, so a lot. Moving on. Joshua says biggest set to the Niners equals the Niners. Yes, always. Always. Yeah. But I don't it's not but that's that acts like they're the best team in the league by far. Like, no, I wouldn't say that. Um there, there are other teams that are in their tier. They're not like a juggernaut. They're a good team. Yeah, you're true. That would say they're the best team that would insinuate that, which they're really 
not or like are they definitely not. way better than Philly? I wouldn't say that. No, but I would say is that you know if they don't shoot themselves, whether it's like poor play calling, poor execution, penalties, whatever, whatever is like really holding them back, then they yeah. can't really be at level or just above that opponent. Like thirteen to nothing. Like okay, I'll give I'll give actually give the Saints credit because again I really like looked past them and like felt them give them a little brother syndrome. But yeah, kind of also felt like the Niners weren't almost giving it their best or doing their best especially offensively but at least they didn't so turn like, the ball like, over. Dude, we know you could do better why can't you do right. can we can we get just a little better a little better more from you guys but at least they didn't turn the ball over which is big they've allowed their defense to win the game and like even though their offense still isn't clicking you could give jimmy credit for you know managing the game the last month which is what yeah. something we asked him to do so it pains me to give jimmy credit about anything look at my face right now not enjoying this Moonman says, Grant, this is going to be the first time Kyle going against his former assistant. How many touches do you think Mason will get? Yo. What? I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm not saying that. Uh, how many touches well, Jordan Mason get? I think he's telling me in my country. Am I, is that guy Saudi Arabian? Because they're playing Saudi Arabia right in like 11 o'clock. Oh, they, are they? Okay. Um, yeah. Is that why the Niners moved up their <laughs> practice schedule? I don't know. Let's talk about Jordan Mason. <laughs> Maybe. So we've been like begging Kyle Shanahan to play this guy. All year. And Kyle, you know how he is. He's like, you you can't get on the field unless you've been in his system for four years or something. Uh, but all of a sudden, at the end of this game against the Saints, he was like the last active running back standing. And he had to, he had to play him. And he was good. They put like 11 defenders right in the box. And Jordan Mason was like, <laughs> look like Mike Allstott in there. Look nice to me. Do you think they're going to keep using him? Or are they going to call up Tevin Coleman and give the carries to him? If they keep using Jordan Mason, do you think he could actually improve the offense? Um, I think he could keep the offense sustainable. I can't. I'm not going to go as far as improve it, but yeah, the way you said he was absorbing all those shots, the dude was like the magnet, just attracting all the metal. And it was just like, dude, you guys can't stop me. It looked great, and it was like finally, it's like finally, Kyle, where has this been? So to me, I yeah. think Jordan Mason has a chance to prove the 49ers right and wrong at the same time if, if they actually do run him and not Tevin Coleman, which I think is Or Ty Davis Price. Coleman. Oh, my God. Or Ty Davis Price. Look, if you get Ty Davis Price, some carries is cool, but let's get Jordan Mason like 8 to 12 or something like that. Then we'll be Please. solid. But Please. like I said, they'll have him the chance to prove him right or wrong. They'll prove him, If Jordan Mason looks sweet out there, they'll prove the 49ers right in terms of this is why we traded Jeff Wilson, y'all. Yeah. Shut up. You can hey, prove him wrong, but if he, on the same that's contrary, true. though, on the same on the same side of that, if yeah. he does look good, he'll make the 49ers look wrong. And it's like, wait, why didn't you run Jordan Mason earlier then? Like Thank when you. you had Jeff Thank Wilson you. and then all of a sudden it's thinking like to be actually quality control was telling good? you, telling you, begging you. you so it's like, it. meanwhile, you're over there running Tevin Coleman out. And I know he had that touchdown, but it's not like he was doing anything else like special. But it, if he does play well, then great. Jeff Wilson trade looks good, but then why didn't you run him earlier? Yeah, and I guess the contra, I guess the contra, I guess the counter on that would be like, well, he needed time to get ready, which I doubt because all he was doing was special teams. So to me, it's like, it's it can look right and wrong at the same time. So if he does look well, great, run him. Do not make it be Tevin Coleman, but for sure, if he does look well, that's what's going to look like. Yeah, I actually think Jordan Mason can improve the offense. I don't know that they're going to keep giving him the ball. I, part of me feels like Kyle Shanahan is the call up Tevin Coleman. That? Yeah, I mean it's it seems to me like they they do have a good they do have good running backs. But Jordan Mason is different than all of them. He's a legit short yardage specialist. I know he can probably do more than that. But I feel like this running game going back to last year hasn't had a, sh a short yardage back. Uh Jeff Wilson wasn't one. He was 
I didn't think he was one. Elijah Mitchell, I didn't think was one. I mean, down the stretch last year when they needed one yard, they gave it to Debo. Debo was their short yardage back. And that's why I thought this year they drafted Ty Davis Price. I felt like they were saying, okay, Debo, we don't want to use you to pick up one yard because you're too important. We're going to be giving you all this money. So here's Ty Davis Price. He's our short yardage back. But he didn't do well at that in that job in preseason. You happen to get this other guy who's good at it and did it in college. And now it's like the Niners are struggling to score in the low red zone. Why? Well, you're handing the ball off to Christian McCaffrey between the tackles. And your offensive line isn't particularly big. So... Maybe now you might score some more touchdowns inside the three-yard line as opposed to, oh, it's fourth and goal from the two. Or let's kick a field goal. I don't know. It, it, it actually may unlock a portion of their offense that they haven't had going back to last year, but that actually gives Kyle the credit. I still think they're going to play Tevin Coleman instead. Tevin Coleman. I'm going to be disgusted if they played Tevin Coleman. Do not did you have it. Did you have a coach like that in college who, or high school that's like would not call up the really talented freshman just because – even though the the senior that, that played the same position was whack. Oh yeah, the, the, what's the, up with coaches like that? Going on, but I would. Yeah. Uh, I think does, did Tevin Coleman play special teams when he got called up a little bit? I think he did. I don't know if I'm tripping. Know. I know he has that capability though, because yeah. then if they're gonna run Jordan Mason, they might have to like cut him off a little bit of that special teams usage because the last thing they're gonna need is great. Now Mason's out. You got right. freaking Christian McCaffrey over here with his knee nagging him. Um, right. Who else are going to run? Ty Davis Price, Tevin Coleman like that? It's not like they're reliable to that degree. Right. Right. Anyway. I I'm like right the idea of the Niners actually adding a 225-pound running back who can pick up two yards when you need two yards. I mean, the Niners' short yardage back now is Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> We've been saying the, the quarterback sneak is their best play when they need But when they had that play, they didn't use it, though, last week. I know. Unfortunately, so that's confused. the thing. Like what, I is, what? Why is it? Why? Why do play? Why do coaches run the shotgun when one yard I don't, go? It's exactly. Not, it's it's not because a Kyle Shanahan thing either. It's not. What is the Niners' go to play with why? one yard to go? I mean, on fourth, on you know, fourth and goal from the one, first and goal from the one. What is the Niners' go to play? Hand off to McCaffrey. Quarterback sneak or from the two? What is their go to play? It should be hand off to Mason. Easy, but it hasn't been. Maybe it will be now. Because right now, when they're at the two-yard line, it's like the, that's the worst place the Niners' offense is. Give them 70 yards. They're good. Two yards are like, oh, damn it. Damn it. Let's, yeah, just, like, gonna, let's take a false start and move back, get some space. But, but to me, it's like the, you, you literally ran the worst play, in form, especially formation, out there in shotgun. Like yeah. I feel like yeah. when you get a shotgun, you're going one to go. You're pretty much conceding we're not making this. Like I really think that's so stupid. A handoff, a throw, or I mean – Maybe a throw, but if it's not a play action, if you're not looking somewhere, like even if it is just like a handoff to McCaffrey, but if it's a straight up, just like I'm just going to hand off from under center to McCaffrey so he goes in with the head of steams, we're fine. But if it's a shotgun handoff, I'm tired of seeing that. I'm, I, but it's, that it, never, it almost never works. It, doesn't that kind of show you that Kyle's searching for something? Like you should have a bread and butter play that you're confident in that's worked a lot from the one yard line. And the Niners don't. They have the quarterback sneak. That's it. And then I'm That's wondering it. if Kyle's like not overthinking or I'll try to outthink the room here and be like, they're expecting the quarterback sneak if I run him again. And it's like, Kyle, sometimes, you know, if they know it's coming and you know yours is better, just do it. Sometimes it works. All right. And it's like for once, the guy who – Or hand off to you, check. You have the highest paid fullback in the league and you're afraid to run the ball from the one-yard line? You got Kyle Juszczyk, Jordan Mason. You should be able to run the ball behind Trent Williams and Aaron Banks for one yard. And the Niners haven't even tried that this year. Haven't even tried it. So I'd like to see that. And I think this is that's where 
If we put enough pressure, we might get Kyle Shanahan to hand the ball to Jordan Mason on the one-yard line. I'd like to see them do it once before the playoffs start because that could really be a game-changer. Oh, my God. We have someone who can just score a touchdown, and it's not Jimmy Garoppolo. That, that's it. It's nice. I remember when we were kids, that, that, like uh, you have running backs who would just jump over the pile. Marcus Allen used to do that. That makes shit really easy. Oh, he just jumped over the touchdown. No creativity required. Hey, can you jump over the pile? Yes, thanks. I'm not saying Jordan Mason can do that, though. But maybe I think the uh, last important of Mason, he's a little more elusive than people think, or at least we kind of give him credit. He has, he, has, he has some shiftiness to him, so he's more than just like the bumbling, stumbling guy that Chris Berman would say. He, would, he, he, got, he got a little shiftiness to him. A little quick. He runs upright, but I feel like he does a good job of turning his uh, shoulders, and you don't really get full frontal hits on him. And he does a good job of like – falling forward for the next two yards or spinning off of it for the next three yards. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's, you're not going to get him for negative yards a lot. Yeah, he's kind of tanky. Yeah, man. The collisions. <laughs> I don't know how many carries you can give him a game because, man, those collisions are huge. But they probably I'm wondering how many collisions – I mean, not collisions. How many carries are going to give McCaffrey now that you know he's, he's his knee's bugged? I mean, what are they going to do? Like practice him once this week, right? So he's not going to practice today. I doubt he's going to practice today. We'll see. I don't trust well, like the Niners seven carries, reporting on five this. run ten routes. When, on, like on, cer- on certain players, they'll be like, "Yeah, this is exactly what's wrong. He's got this, this, this. Is how long is it?" With McCaffrey, they're like, "It's uh, it's vague irritation. He's day to day. They're not going to tell us. It's either we've no. It could be something big, small. I don't know. Because if it's big, it makes them look bad. So they're not just going to announce that. Hey, guess what? You know, everyone that that injury prone running back that everyone said we gave up too much for, he's injured." Go write your story. Do you want some quotes about how we messed up? Like, they're not going to do that. And I'm not saying that that it's that bad, but if it were, we wouldn't know until Dude, if it were, that's they wouldn't be tell us. A debacle. It's already bad right now that the Mitchell's down because it was looking – style offense was looking great yeah. with him back as a spell. And, now, I mean, again, Jordan Mason can close that gap or even even replace it. But right, I, that, that would be a debacle. It would be almost a disaster. I think what's, what's disheartening about the McCaffrey trade is that he really is good, man. He, I mean, he's good. Yeah. You saw that that route he ran that should have been a long fifty yard. He, he smoked that linebacker. But the Niners don't have the quarterback to take advantage of that route. So for you can't even call that play anymore. Kind of like, sucks that he calls it. You got to almost I, use it as a distraction. Yeah, and it sucks that like he's averaging fewer yards per carry here than he was in Carolina, and it's not because he's not good. It's like it's just what I mean. Not to come toot my own horn here. It's just I just said that I didn't think he would solve all their problems, and so far he's here. He's good, and he's not solving all their problems because they're bigger than him. And maybe he will eventually. But dude, I don't know, Kyle. You got to figure this out. The red zone. That's not where McCaffrey's gonna f- fix that for you. That's where Jordan Mason's gonna fix that for you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Kyle's got to figure out how to use his players. Ivan biggest threat equals Kyle Shanahan, Kiara, Mia, or whatever. Man, Kiara Mia catches the trays. Man. So rude. Imagine all the things we don't know about Jimmy Garoppolo. That's just the one that got out. I don't want to know. That's the thing. I don't want to know. I want to know. It's all right. <laughs> I might like him better if that's case. Yeah. I don't know if some things I don't know. <laughs> Ethan M says, we keep asking what if Miami destroys SF, but what would it mean if SF to, for SF if they destroy Miami? How differently will they be seen? Um, I'll be, be wondering if they can do it again for the next week. We, if a team gets destroyed this weekend, uh, they're going to be looked at as, you know, frauds. I'm not sure that either team's going to get destroyed. This could be a pretty close game. I don't It'd know. Be a good game. Yeah, be tough but to ultimately, like yeah. it's a it's an interconference game. It does. I think you could almost act. You could almost argue that the next three games are more important to the Niners 
You know, Tampa, that's a team they could face in the playoffs. Seattle, same. Washington, same. Um, And so, I don't know. This is a very interesting game because of, like, McDaniel versus Kyle. and I think that's where both coaches are going to try to, like, amp each other up or amp the the teams up, try to get them locked in. It's like, look, this is a good team, and we're facing, like, a bunch of adversaries, a bunch of old coaches, old teammates. So, I mean, you have all the motivation in the world. Don't you think it's also like a creativity contest between Kyle and Mike? Like, who can put out the most? Yeah, they might want know. to show out and try to see who can really scheme. So I, right. that's why I think we might see Kyle's best because he's going to be like, I can't let Mike outdo me because he's going to look bad. And if there's he, a lot he of pressure outdone, on Kyle. He gets outdone where he's where he's going against an average to below average defense versus McDaniel's yeah. against an elite defense on the road. Oh God, this is going to be all bad. But I expect them to, to look. <clears throat> oh, I they should look good. Against also consider D'Amico like he's on the hunt for a uh, head coaching job and his resume is looking stellar right now if he shuts down he, he got smoked by Andy Reid so if he shuts down Mike McDaniel his stock goes through the roof at least temporarily until the playoffs but Even yeah, this would be big them. for D'Amico just them. that's perfect yep. um, someone's been able to do it <clears throat> Jesus says Viva Mexico yeah yeah Hopefully make it Jason says, I've been getting in arguments all week long about how uh, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't the same comp- isn't the same compassion younger Montana. Am I crazy? One thinking, isn't in the same, I don't know. Am I, saying, am I crazy the one thinking he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback? Okay, it's yeah, because yeah. of all the stupid comparisons. So, he has as many ways as Steve Young and Joe Montana. Now, whatever that stat is, that's what's been going around, which I think transitions nicely right now. I said this about Twitter yet last week. It's just a bunch of I'm just saying arguments and what about this arguments? And so you throw up this stat and people go, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. It's like, okay, what are you saying? Are you saying – because those guys are Hall of Famers. Are you saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is a Hall of Famer? No, you're not saying that. So what are you saying? Nothing. You're saying nothing. It's just – Jake Plummer was 40 and 18 with the Broncos. No one remembers that. No one cares because he never won a game that mattered. Has Jimmy Garoppolo ever won a game that mattered? And Well, yes – but was it because of anything he did? Was Maybe he the one, once was he or the main twice. Cause? Maybe once or twice. And it was in the regular season. So mm-hmm. yep. never in the he's not a pro bowler. He's not a Hall of Famer. He might get to the Pro Bowl this year. He might win the Super Bowl this year. But everything he's done so far in his career isn't that special. I mean, it's remarkable that he has this record to start his career. But he didn't play for five years or whatever. He was on the freaking bench. A lot of quarterbacks had to play early on bad teams. He uh, didn't have to do that. So I think that's a big reason why. And then when the Niners were rebuilding, he missed the whole freaking year. Came back and had Nick Bosa. So I think he's gotten a little lucky here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> he wasn't really a full-time starter until he was, until he was like 28. And then by then, they were, he had like a, a great defense. You know? Just saying. Drippy dad. Do you think he's drippy? How drippy do you think he really is? Well, he's got that clean-ass violet on his backdrop, so I agree he is. Yeah. You know, could be. All right. I can't rock violet. There's a lot of colors I can't rock. I'm not that great looking. All right, so Jimmy Garoppolo is playing really well in the sense that not turning the ball over, completing a high percentage of his throws. um, Really, I mean, that's what you want him to do, right? 70% completions, uh, essentially, and not turning the ball over. It's just that that one deep shot a game that Kyle schemes up. That's open that he can't hit. Most recently, it's McCaffrey. It's rough. And then you'll look at other plays where, you know, the defense is giving you single high. Ayuk's one on one. He's open down the sideline, and Jimmy doesn't even look. 
It just seems like that's not part of his game. It's not going to be part of his game. And he's accepted that. I think he feels it doesn't need to be part of his game. He can win the Super Bowl playing the way he plays. Do you think he needs to be able to hit that deep pass to win the Super Bowl? I mean, he missed it to Emmanuel Sanders, and they lost. Can they work around this, or is this something he's going to need to be able to hit every once in a while? Um, They can work around it if he's taking care of the football like he's been the last four to five games um, and doesn't have too many low-moment throws. And, like, low-moment throws are more than just, like, you know, throwing a peck. Sometimes it can be like inaccurate throws. Like you had him wide open, like short or whatever. You do a bad throw, or it was it was close to the receiver. Because right now, what what's been what's been going on? It's been, you know, as inconsistent offense has been, it has been working just enough sufficiently for them. Because you know the defense is going to be able to hold on, and you don't put them in a compromising position for them to get broken. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there is like very good consistencies, then that's when it's the two passes really going to be demanded of him to be able to hit. Um, to me, I think as long as he's taking some shots, which I don't think he took more than one or two against the Saints. You know, you had the McCaffrey one. And I forget the other one, if there even was another one. He took one deep to Ayuk down the right sideline. That's what like, I was thinking. Okay, yeah. Right, 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 right. One. Yeah. That, that was yep. pretty much like the ones that stood out to me. Like yeah. to me, it's like if you're still challenging him and just giving him that threat to think about, um, that might be enough to be like, okay, we got to kind of not respect him. But we should try to like not fall asleep on that there. Um, but if yeah. he hits it, it does even more wonders to opening up the offense to at least get in the defense. Like, oh well, let's let's dial yeah. it back here. Jimmy's actually hitting this. He's on one today. So to me, it's like J- Jimmy either has it or he doesn't. Because there's been games this season where he has hit some of those throws, and it's like okay, he's clicking. Like against Atlanta, he hit a couple of those throws. It's like he actually has it turned on right now. Let's see if Kyle will actually like unleash him a little bit and let him let mm-hmm. him drop back more. Because he, he's kind of like a pitcher to me. It's like either, he either comes up to the mound and he has it or he doesn't. And you can tell early on if he has it or he doesn't. This game pass against the Saints, he didn't have it. So you probably don't want to really call too much. You hit that. him a few times. You hit him a few times. I think he doesn't have it. If he can stand back there like against Arizona and he feels cool, like he's protected, all of a sudden he's confident, Brand he might game. hit that throw. But when he you rough him up in the first quarter, all of a sudden he starts getting the, the, the happy feet and he starts – <clears throat> like, I don't know, missing throws he should hit like the, like that one. I think he does have to hit this throw. I think when you are in the playoffs and you're going against really good teams that are dialed into the game plan, I mean, if you like, if you go up against Kansas City or Buffalo, they can throw the ball down the field and will. And I don't know that you can keep up if you are just throwing short passes and they know it. Because you've seen good defenses can sort of take that away. If you, got, if you can get pressure with four and play press man coverage, sort of take away the quick stuff, it's kind of what we saw last week. That's what Dennis Allen tried to do. Um, <clears throat> they're giving you single high. They're giving it. Brandon Ayuk one-on-ones against you know questionable corners. You won't take it. I think that makes the rest of the offense really tough. So, I mean, they, they can get far playing this way. They've shown it. But yeah. I think to win the whole thing, like, Joe Montana didn't throw deep a lot, but he could do it. You, you, he could hit the post over the middle. He could hit him. He would have hit Emmanuel Sanders. He would have hit Christian McCaffrey. I mean, those are not long throws. That's not a 50-yard throw. That's like a 30-yard throw. It's like a 30-yard throw. He never will. It doesn't seem – it seems like he's very good at throwing throws on a line, the 15-yard throw over the middle. Um, But when he has to just put a little touch or loft on it, it's like, dude, you just missed the backboard entirely. What the hell was that? He's like Carlton taking the ball in one hand, just throwing it half court. He's like, dude, come on, man. Can we get a set shot, please? I don't know. Which I think back to that Chargers game, how he he was able to like to launch one deep from like on the run, which is like, damn, you can make that pretty accurately in stride, but 
When you when you have your feet hit set, it, man. which I guess that's the problem. When he has his feet set, that's a lot of times when he's just standing there. It's like you know he's not gonna have the most sound technique and to deliver it. With, with and he's much got Ayuk. He's got Ayuk, man. Ayuk to me is like Tory Holt. The guy is really good. And if you see him one on one, you don't have to be a great quarterback. And I think there's so many quarterbacks in the league that would just be like, oh, oh, Ayuk one on one. Andy Dalton be like, I'm, I'm throwing that. But Jimmy's like, I don't know. Like he's gonna win. It's not a tough throw. Throw it quick. Three step drop. Give him a chance. And he won't do it. I, that I I think that's going to come back to bite him unless he changes that up. You got, I think you got a guy winning on the outside. Give him give him the damn ball. Sorry. I think I think the pressure uh, point you brought up correlates perfectly how he was getting hit early and often, and that definitely threw him off his game. Because one thing I'll say about Jimmy that I've noticed that's that's why I've been saying he's been playing exceptionally well to excellent the last like month and a half or pretty much majority of the season is he looks like confident and poised for the most part. He hasn't looked skittish. Like it was used to healthy. And, and then until this last game yeah, where he got hit early and often, it's like that kind of, that kind of like hurt him in terms of like, all right, I don't feel safe back here. My clock is going on faster. I'm feeling more pressured. You got to remember Which, he's, he's, he's gotten injured a lot. He's a free agent in a few months. He's got a surgically repaired thumb, shoulder and knee. And when he gets hit, I think he's a little nervous, like, am I good? Am I good? Am I good? He got hit in his knee, and he yeah, freaked out. Sure. You saw that, right? He freaked out. I, I thought he was done. He was screaming on the field, and everything was, was cool, done. and now we'll see how he is today. But for a second, he was like, oh, my God, my knee. So I'm telling you, like, he's, you know, he's got a little – I'm not saying he's got the yips, but he's got a lot to protect on the field. And once you start hitting him a little bit – He anxiety or He does. He does. So It makes sense. I, can you blame him? It's like – you get an injury, it's not fully healed, or it, or if it is healed, it's like, I'm still used to this, like, I'm scared of this or whatever. Um, you know, you just, you just don't feel – the. Same. I mean, kudos if you're able to do that. Wow, you're mentally confident, so strong. Um, but I wouldn't blame Jimmy if that's the case either because that's tough to, like, really try to get over. I mean, he's been doing fine for the most part, but it's clear that what's, what's able to unhinge him is just those several hits early on, yeah. whether it's, like, in play or not. That's going to be enough to which, which you know a lot of quarterbacks even without injuries do that. That's what they always say. Get the, get the quarterback set the, the defense always says set the tone, yeah. stop the run, hit the quarterback, and watch the chips fall down. Watch watch all of a sudden him get skittish. While all of a sudden him start to crack. Um, the only quarterbacks who could stay up front and while they take hits early on is probably Rodgers and Brady back in the heyday or a year or two ago. Not in the heyday because this year they kind of look eh. But yeah, like a lot of those quarterbacks who can take those hits early and then just stand there, like, all right, I've been taking hits, but I'm still going to throw this with the most confidence. Yeah, but the thing with with Jimmy is he's pretty much demonstrated that he's pretty fragile. He's just yes. fragile, and he knows it. He's we one hit it. away. He's always one hit yeah, away. He's one hit away, and I think even though he's having a good year, he was having a good year last year, and he got hit in Tennessee on December seventh. What was it? It was it was like right twenty third. It was right before Christmas. He got roughed up. That was it. And he was he yeah. was playing hurt the rest of the year. I think we're all kind of like wondering, is that going to happen again? I mean, you've only played ten games this year. Can you do it? And and the one game against New Orleans, it gets roughed up. It's like, uh oh, uh oh. Okay, now the knees sore. So, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> the book is going to any team that can get pressure with four and drop. I mean, they were getting pressure with three in this game and dropping eight. That's rough. Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, you can't pass against that. You got to move a little bit. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I think I that the game plan against him is going to yeah. get more sophisticated. He's going to have a tough time. He just, I mean, if they're going to, look, they're going to play the Dolphins this week. And I know they got Bradley Chubb, which it's, 
I don't think he's been too dominant this year like he has been in your past. I don't even think he's been dominant at all. He's been good. Oh, he's got seven sacks. Seven Combined. sacks. Both teams. He's a great. Yeah. He's a great. But okay. who else is yeah. there? Greg Rose. Rose Roju. They got Jalen Phillips. He's pretty good. Oh, Jalen. They Phillips got. Pretty, they got Melvin Ingram. He's oh, a little old, but yeah, okay, yeah I mean, that, that pass rush yeah. might be the only thing that's going to be like. Yeah, they got Xavier Howard. I mean, it'll be interesting. They they don't have a great defense, but they got some guys. Oh, be interesting. And like, really, their their team isn't built to shut you down on defense. Their their team is built to slow you down on defense so they can win with their offense. I believe they're, they're, the run, yeah. the rushing stats, uh, Miami's defense is they're pretty susceptible. Like they're bottom five or ten. Yeah, but so were the Saints and so were the Chargers, and the Niners couldn't get it done. So let's see what they got. Yeah, let's see what they, they got. Funny Money says you see Debo was out clubbing last night on Hood. No, nah, I didn't see that. Why are you trying to get Debo in trouble, man? That's messed what up. Is it? it was a Tuesday. It was a soft day. Yeah, yeah well, Tuesday. Maybe I was old. out clubbing last night. You don't know. I'm old. There's no clubs open on Tuesday. Maybe me and Debo club together. Yeah, there's no clubs open on a on a on a Tuesday. That's probably old. Yeah, and if there is a club open on a Tuesday, it would. I, mm, it would I make know, sense. Be cool. Rich people or something. <laughs> it would. Uh, man, I'm poor. I'm poor, says, do you think Jeff Wilson Jr. will tell McDaniel the Niners' new offensive plays and formations? Tell him new ways to exploit the defense and what that means. I mean, I'm sure McDaniel already knows. I was about to say, yeah, I think McDaniel already knows. I'm sure he already knows. Yeah, he could probably bring in Jeff and be like, hey, did they change anything? This is what I think it is. And Jeff be like, yeah, no, it's this now. He'd be like, all right, cool. I don't think it's anything Wilson or even McDaniel can know too much from uh, with the 49ers about the defensive (laughs) scheme. I'm sure there's like a general sense, but it won't be nowhere near the same as like understanding the offense, which he would just relate to his defensive coordinator because D'Amico's would be like, that's great. You don't really know anything else other than just like what we want to do, which is like, duh, we want to hit you. Hurt often. Joshua Wyatt says Jimmy Garoppolo missed that throw to CMC. He's got to hit that throw, but Kyle never went back to it. You can't shell up against better teams. Call it again, Kyle. You can't well, go back to it when you missed it badly. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like one of those oh, specialty yeah. plays where once you show it, I mean, the team's going to be like, okay, so if they do this, then we can't give up a touchdown. So if they call this play again, this is what we're going to do. It's kind of those things where you got to – you kind of like can call it once a season, maybe once a month. They're not going to call it again for a while because they put it on film. The next team, the Dolphins, are preparing for that this week. There's going to mm-hmm. be five minutes in their practice where like, all right, well, they showed this. This is what we're going to do if we see this. So now you got to have the next, I don't know what you call it, like specialty play. Pretty much shot it's play. Like a, it's a shot it's like play. A guaranteed, I'd call it guaranteed plays or, or yep. highly efficient plays. A quick six. Almost- a quick six. Yeah, the quick six. The quick six. Like characterize it as like like a like six bullets in a, in a magnum pistol, where yep. it's like he's got six bullets on the table. He can only use them at certain times, and once yeah. it's fired off, you can't go back. If you don't hit it, you can't go back because yeah. now you're screwed. Yep, that's right. Only a certain amount of time. Uh, Same thing with blitzes on defense. I agree. Corey Soto says, "I think the main point for those who criticize Jimmy is that they simply don't want to watch him anymore." I get it. That's part of what? it. Yeah, I'm a little tired of watching Jimmy. It's the same. It's not exciting either. Even like his best it's games not, are like, oh, wow, but, he completed – okay. He threw for 220 yards. That's, you know, I think that's why, like, I've been giving him credit because, like, okay, he's playing – He's his low moments seem reduced, no picks. He's going off script more than we've ever seen him. Even though he's not completing it downfield, he's at least trying that's a little true. bit. So, to me, that's it's true. like, all right, tip the cap, Jimmy, because I did not think I had – you had zero of that in you. You're playing, that's he, true. He just feels like he's playing free, which someone asked that for- last week, remember? Someone asked that last week, and he said, like, yeah, our relationship's getting better. I just want him to – like, he kind of previously said, I want him to trust me or, or something like that. Yeah. He, like, it's something just in hard. There, and I was like, see? Boom, right there. He, he's playing a little more unleashed. He's like, Kyle, I'm not going to, like, you know, play play ink to paper how close you want me to do to your structure. I'm going to try to do what I want to do. 
It's just hard to praise anyone on this offense that much when there's so much talent and they're 15th in points. Like, like yeah, Jimmy's fine. Like, he's doing good. Uh, you know, it's hard to, it, just to point at anyone in the offense and be like, oh, man, he's killing it. Okay, well, where's the production? Like, yards, great, but it, it's really, frankly, the sport is only about points. That's all it's about. And it's been 11 games, and the Niners can only score big against their Divisional opponents, like what the hell is that? So yeah, good job, Jimmy. But like, put the ball in the end zone, man. Yeah, please. After this game, I was like, damn it, Grant's gonna be like on the money with this one. They really do only play. After that game, I was like, they really do just play really, really, really elite against division. Well, offensively, offensively, because maybe maybe they're holding back. Maybe maybe they're holding back, and they're just gonna, you know, just. Shock and awe on, on Miami. This I week. just we'll wouldn't see. be shocked if they really do think how some fans say, like, all we got to do is score a few scores. We, we could be just, it could be anything, touchdowns and field goals, just a few scores, mm-hmm. and the defense will take us home, country roads. And it's like, no, don't, don't live that content. Don't live that content. Week. Help your defense no. out. Don't be slackers. Okay. Yeah. Don't be a Zach Wilson on offense. Pick up the slack. You also, know? if you're going to add all this talent to your offense, use it. Score. What's the point of trading four picks for a running back if you're still going to be like, we need our defense to take this home. Like, what the hell? Are you you want to have an explosive offense, so be one. Show that, it. That right? Your best your best friend in the media tried to say, it explains why the offense was slow. They got back from Mexico City late Tuesday morning. Da, 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 I saw that. I'm like, wait. I saw that. The defense didn't have what that about either? about the defense? What are- <laughs> I was like, are you stupid? Come on, dude. The Cape Crusader, dude. This guy, come on, dog. I know. It's just like working, bending over backwards to find excuses when they don't pay you to do that. You're not on the Niners. I think he's just the other way around. Ooh, okay. Spider-Man says defense is lights out. Is it safe to say the only weakness on the team is Lenore? He seems to have at least one PI each game. I can't say the defense is lights out, though, because they got eviscerated by the Chiefs. It's the only good offense they've faced. So I think this is a big game for the defense, too. The the pass rush hasn't been great without Armstead. Bosa's great, but he gets double teamed. And what – no one else has really been stepping up. Um, run defense is very good. But, yeah, Lenore, he's given up a uh, like a 75 completion percentage and like a 100 quarterback rating, and he hasn't really gotten tested the last month. <clears throat> Lenore's been sod to me. Because he's been thrown into the fire. He, he, it could, uh, to me, it could have been a lot worse. And I think he's, he was, he's he was worse last year. He was worse yes. last year. Oh, yeah. Yes. And Ambry Thomas would be worse now. I think. Yeah, that's why they Josh- signed Tavon. Uh, Tavon. Janoris Jenkins, I was like, wait, Jenkins. Amber, you guys are signing this washed-up guy? Since when is a wheel route down the sideline to your best player a one-time play? Jimmy Garoppolo missed that throw, and Kyle never took another sideline shot. Um, because it brought in the defense. <clears throat> no, you, that, that's, that's fair. You could call you could call a wheel route to uh, him in another way. I just don't think you can call that exact same play. You could call a similar concept. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think you can call the same play out of the same formation because they've seen it. So you have to dress it up a little bit differently. But, yeah, I mean, it seems like the Niners, when they call deep shots, it's for tight ends and running backs because they don't think Jimmy can throw down the sideline to wide receivers, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, but, yeah, they should probably keep – but, I mean, I, from Kyle's perspective, you missed the throw by five yards. Like, why yeah, should I call another – that badly especially. It's, a, it's not, just not a even wasted play. It's that badly. If, Kyle knows if, Kyle, Kyle knows if Jimmy doesn't hit it, he's just not going to call it again. Because there's been times where the, where Jimmy has hit the guy or been close to it, and he's just like, I'm just not going to call it again. If it I don't work, think Jimmy wants to throw it. I think Kyle will call like a shot be like, Jimmy, it's a shot play. He's going to be open. You have to throw this ball. 
But if it's third and three and he hits one-on-one with Ayuk and it's like, well, he's running a fade. I like the matchup. He's like, I'm not even going to look that way. I don't want to throw that ball because I'll miss it and it'll be embarrassing. I think that's where he's at. He still has PTSD from missing that throw in the Super Bowl. It's the most memorable play of his career. Still. Still. Good call, yeah, Josh. Uh, how much, if any, credit does Brian Greasy get for Jimmy Garoppolo play this year? Yeah, I talked, I we talked he, about I, I thought, he I thought stuff last week. How much does he? At least a little bit, maybe, right? It's, you got to give the position coach credit for a player's – I mean, I would give him credit, yes. I don't know if it's him, but you, all of a sudden Jimmy Garoppolo's exactly. – Protecting the ball better and throwing it away. I mean, why would you not give Brian Greasy credit? I think so. Which he seems like and an upgrade than Rich Scangarello, who just got fired as offensive coordinator of Kentucky. Yeah, it was interesting. The Niners had Rich Scangarello and Shane Day. And I'm sure they're they were they've been coaches for a long time, but neither one I don't think ever played quarterback. And now you go to the other end of the spectrum. Brian Greasy, who's never coached before, but he played quarterback. And it's tough for someone who never played the position to tell Jimmy Garoppolo when to check it down or when to throw it away. Like, that's a feel thing that you don't know. I think he has a better idea about. Greasy can talk more about the realities of playing the position, where those other guys could probably talk more about the theories of playing the position. And I think that's good for Jimmy. So, good for Brian Greasy. He hates me, by the way. Brian Greasy? Hates me. Why? What'd you say? Oh, when they hired him, I just went off about what a terrible hire it was, and I think he probably read it because he's on Twitter. And so, you know that one day where you get to interview the the coaches? Oh, he's giving hell attitude. Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was like, I asked him. <laughs> I, I asked him like, I asked him like how uh, how like Trey Lance has improved during camp. <laughs> how is he? Did he even an answer? I, I asked him how how Trey Lance has performed in training camp, and he was like, performed. What do you mean performed? Like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. How is he doing? And he was like, oh, how's he doing? I was like, what? So he hates me. But, you know, fair. Fair. <laughs> get in line. Yeah. Oh, get in line. If Jimmy blows it, his new name will be uh, Micho Rizzo. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Look it up. <laughs> Game Time says, so Rams will never see another Super Bowl ring, Ramilia. That team is rough. <laughs> They're going to have to, like, blow that up and start it over because that team sucks. <laughs> Does it suck? That's no what happens filter. when FM Picks turns on you. But it's no not even filter. just FM Picks. That's it's all of that. It. And that's more why I feel like the Niners got to be careful because they've been trying to be like the Rams. They're, like, two, two years behind the Rams and everything, or one. So don't be like the Rams. No Filter Rough. Truth Hurt says, okay, these Jimmy fans calling people who criticize his player a hater for the chat. Do you honestly think this guy has all the skill sets? Be real. No. Absolutely not. Great comment. Again, what's the bit? What's the best performance of Jimmy Garoppolo's career? Twenty nineteen game. That Seattle. one game against the Saints. That one game against Seattle. Like, I'll take okay. the Seattle one over that one. To be honest, the but biggest. Since, that's, that's three years ago, though. That's three years ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we, this is what the show's supposed to be about. The biggest threats to the Niners, the NFC. They're playing the Dolphins this week. Great game. Not an NFC team. Um Eventually, if the Niners go to the playoffs, they're going to have to take down the best teams in the NFC or the ones that give them the biggest problems. Which team do you think is the toughest matchup for the Niners if they were to have to face someone in the NFC Championship? Which team or two? Well, for a person, I think the biggest threat is you to derail them and annoy them. For a team, it's probably <laughs> – for a team – no, honestly, I think the only team who's really going to give them a th- put, uh, an issue would probably be – you know what? 
the Eagles for sure. I'm, I'm banging the I've been banging the wall on this for repeatedly. They're still the best, but mm. I think I'm gonna start giving a little more respect to the Cowboys now. That's I know I the Niners stunned them last year. I know, I know. Yeah, it's, that's what I was gonna say. A little yeah, bit more. Dallas is kind of interesting. It more. I'm not. I'm not yeah. ready to say that they're better than the Niners yet because I think the Niners are still the more, you know, the more of the bully. But I think the the Cowboys would be more prepared this year to take a couple body shots that they weren't able to handle last year. I don't know. I just, which is crazy considering they lost Amari Cooper, finesse player. Which shocker! You lose the finesse players and you bring in more tough guys. It kind of like rounds it all out. Mm-hmm. Um, that defense is playing better than it did last year um and you got the niners who have been extremely inconsistent on offense they can't play right. better against the teams that aren't not the running the ball as well they're as they did last year there. if they're playing yeah. on the road again this year you know you don't have Debo playing anywhere near as he did which pretty much he carried the niners yeah. offense you don't know what you you're don't. gonna get from elijah if he's gonna be there yeah you can't give him elijah i mean maybe mccaffrey yeah. gives you something i you explain yeah. better um but trayvon Dix has been a, a very still a stout corner out there um, which I think I think him and I you go back and forth. I get some of him, but Diggs, but I think it's those two teams. But especially like I, I'm gonna go back to I'm just gonna harp on my team, the Eagles. Like you mentioned, look if he's gonna hit if they're just gonna play single high and just play man coverage across the board, the Eagles can do that. They have the best secondary in the league. Yeah. They, they got nickel yeah. corner. They got Robert Johnson or uh, Roby. Yeah. I forget his name. Um, C.J. Gardner Johnson is right. Yeah. Um, they got. They got Slay. Darius Slay. They got James Bradbury. Bradbury. Those guys yeah. can look. He was going to get locked up because yeah. he's been getting locked up by solid corners and he can't do nothing. So imagine you have really yeah. good corners. Darius Slay and Ayuk would be an interesting battle. I think Ayuk yeah. can can push him. He can get something there. But then I don't think the windows are going to be too wide open enough for for a, a caliber quarterback like Jimmy to hit. Gro- the, and they could probably cover Jawan Jennings too, who's frankly a, a web that you have to be able to cover. Jawan Jennings and linebackers who can do a yeah. decent enough job on Kittle. Um, it's going to look rough because the only way you're going to beat the Eagles if your offense, if your uh, running game is is efficient, which has and been the Niners very- haven't. It's it's been inconsistent. So I'm with you on that. Let's go back to the the Cowboys for a second. The Niners beat the Cowboys last year in the playoffs. Um, it was a pretty close game, and now the Niners' run game isn't as good as it was. And and the pa- the Cowboys have the best pass rush in the league. We were talking earlier about the Niners' offensive line how it might be just a tad overrated. Well, um, if the Niners can't impose their will with the run game like they did last year against the Cowboys and they have to, they have to pass. I don't know. I mean, the Niners have a good pass rush too, but yeah, that's a tough matchup for the Niners and they struggled with the saints. Cowboys have a much better pass rush. And it's, it's, it's like a bunch of DNs that they put on the field. It's um, Parsons, uh, Dorrance Armstrong. Who else? They got uh, that Demarcus Lawrence. And there's one more guy. But anyway, they have a very quick, fast pass rush that could give the Niners problems. There's also yeah. the Vikings, and there's other teams too. But I've, those teams have honestly, really the good Vikings pass are kind of a little bit of a fraud to me. I mean, I think they're a good team. They're not great. I think the Niners would, if the Niners played them, they could beat them. Well, I Justin think. Jefferson's a problem. You could put him on Diamond. Oh yeah, Lawrence he's gonna he's gonna get his. He's gonna get yeah. his. You know that. Yes. Um, yes. But he's gonna get his two, three, four times. I, I mean, mean, he still has to get the ball delivered from Kirk Cousins, who's you know. Glorified Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, we've really, seen him. We've seen him. He gets hit early. He folds. It's the same right, story, just like Jimmy. Sorry, we just said the same story on Kirk. Yeah, man, it's really hard to say. We, I, for the last couple of years, I'm like, man, Kirk's better than Jimmy. I don't know. Yeah. No. And then the two times he's come to uh, Santa Clara, it's been the same thing. He gets hit. It's not too great. Although last year it was a close game. It was a close game. I mean, the only difference is Kirk will throw the ball down the field. But most quarterbacks in the NFL throw the ball down the field. Jimmy's the only one who's like, nah, I, I'm going to play an entire season. He's got an arm, season. though, and he actually does kind of have that touch. Jimmy yeah. doesn't. 
Any other teams are missing? I mean, Seattle. I don't. I, I don't view anyone else to be honest. The mm. NFC stinks. I mean, I know yeah. that you have the NFC East with a lot of like NFC positive stinks, records. Which, God damn, who saw that coming? Um, Washington does have a good. Washington isn't great, but they do have a good D line and good pass rush. So again, that's an interesting match. Any team that has a big D line with two or three pass rushers is going to give the Niners offense is a is a rough matchup for the Niners offense. That's what they don't want. That's what they, they don't want. Because Kansas City doesn't have much on their defense. They just have Chris Jones and Frank Clark, and that was enough to make to give the Niners problems. Yeah. But he's enough to hurt them. Who? Yeah, I just don't, I just don't view anyone else. It's just pretty. Yeah. The Vikings are the only other good team, but I think the 49ers have the leg up on them. It's really Ooh, just one more, the Eagles team. one more 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 team. Tampa. No. Tampa. And we're going to see it next week because no. Tampa has a legit pass rush. Their defense still is really good. Their offense is so bad, man. It's so bad. But they got Tom Brady. It's hard to count them out. And their defense, I mean, Vita Villa, it's really a bad matchup for the Niners offensive line. Is his name not Vita Villa? It's Vita Vea. I said Vita, Vita Vea. Vea. It's Vita, Vita Vea. I believe. I'm sorry. It's been the – Vita? It seems like. I'm sorry. No, I'm not game. taking the Bucks, man. After watching them, look, look, they did get some pressure. I watched that Browns game, Bucks game to the fullest. I was just like, how the hell did they lose to the Browns? I don't care if it was a road game for the Bucks. That was stinky. True. That was bad. Stinky. And then Brady, Brady, we, yeah. I was talking about touch a minute ago. How Jimmy doesn't have it. Look, I think Brady and, and Jimmy right now have the same amount of touch now in terms of going downfield because Brady's missing Mike Evans like crazy. And it's not just that game. He missed Mike Evans like multiple times all season long. You know they can barely. Although that running back they have, Rashad White, he's sweet. He's pretty sweet. He that good. might be a that might be a problem. A lot better than uh, tight end's price. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> just a little bit. They have talent um, on offense. They have a, a good defense. I don't. Yeah, understand it is the what defense the is going true, on. But there. I see. I saw. I saw the Browns be able to. That's I know. next up again. But yeah, yeah. the Niners are. A good, they're supposed to be a good running team. That is the DNA. They should be able to kind of get into. I think them. the Browns might have a better offensive line than the Niners. I mean, they've more invested in it. I could be wrong. I don't know. It's the Browns. Okay, I got let's let's we got one more and then we gotta go because Kyle moved up his schedule today. God damn it, Kyle. Kyle. Whenever I think hear people say Kyle, I think of Kyle Cartman. Yes. Kyle. Come on, Kyle. My cousin, he says he says the more Atlanta, he was like, he was so pissed off. He's like, God damn it, Kyle. And the concourse all pissed because they lost. <laughs> That's hella funny. LOL Scangarello got fired from his Kentucky job. Yeah, that is a big LOL. Not the greatest coach, I guess. Whoa. Rams down this year in Niners. IO still struggling. IO seven and four or whatever. What are you talking about? Niners IO. I don't know. Offense. I don't know. No. What's up, really sports report though. Uh, Niners O is weak link. Congrats, Kyle, reaching five hundred. Yeah, that's funny. He made it. <laughs> okay, good he troll. did it. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right, last topic, and then I gotta go. Let's look ahead to the Niners game against the Dolphins. Uh, this isn't gonna really determine much for either team, but it's very interesting. Um, it's a very interesting matchup to see like which coach is more creative, which team maybe is better. Who do you think's? Well, I'm not gonna ask you who's gonna win, but what do you see from this matchup? I see offense Miami against 49ers defense as get your popcorn ready and kick up your feet, grab your beer, yeah, because that's gonna be sweet. I can't wait because nobody's been able to really stop that tandem of Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill, and now all of a sudden now the Dolphins have. A, an efficient running game with Jeff Wilson back there. Raheem Mostert should be back. Tua's playing at the best ball of his career. He's not a great quarterback right now. He's by far elite, but he's he's pretty darn good. Like he's good enough to like kind of like gas you a little bit. Um, 
it's just and not even that McDaniel the way he's play calling from the games I've been watching he's able to get it's, it's, they're not even throwing the ball deep too much like 20 plus 30 plus it's it's so much like there's a lot of like and I saw Ted Wynn talk about this on some of his films they're getting a lot of easy like 15 yard gains that are just looking like like pitch and catch almost with two of the Jalen or those guys so the, it's gonna be interesting how D'Amico accounts for that, accounts for any motion, because that I think it's it's gonna dwindle down to that really. How much can can the 49ers defense limit them? I don't expect them to shut them out. That'd be unfair. But can you hold them to just like 21 points, 20 points, 23 points, anything like that? You're looking golden. And for the 49ers offense, you need at least 24. You need at least 24. You're playing against an average defense, a defense that's susceptible to the run. Can you expose some of that? Can you get a little bit off balance game to keep them on their heels and like eventually deliver the knockout punch? Because I'm looking at Kyle Shanahan right now, and you got to be able to deliver because we did last week was fine. 13 was enough to beat the Saints. 13 is most likely not going to be enough to beat the Dolphins. You're at home. You have to win this game. Most likely, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking <laughs> at the at the at the at the Dolphins distribution on offense. Um, 383 passes. And 200 of them have gone to Hill and Waddle. So that's more than 50% of their passing game. you got to be able to stop them. When, target, when Tyreek Hill is targeted, the quarterback rating is 114. When Waddle's targeted, the quarterback rating is 117. You're right. They can't be stopped. And what's crazy yes. about you got both of them. So what, what McDaniel's going to be trying to do is, matching, is match them up against Lenore and Ward. And it's going to be how many times can he just get Traverius Ward on Trent Shurfield. They're both interchangeable too. They have yeah. no they have no they have no problem playing inside and out, which is even worse because you yeah. have that kind of puts you that kind of defeats put, a little bit of your mental guessing game of like trying to be have an idea what he's gonna do and they're gonna yeah. motion them and they're gonna oh god. Yeah. If so that's Eagle what slows I mean, them down, my god. I, I don't think there's anything that the Niners can do. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think you could say, Oh, if we play man coverage, the cover we'll match up no, well. Or if we play zone, we'll match up well. Like I think you're in a tough spot, whatever you do in coverage. You, the only way you win this matchup is with pass rush. I was about to say pass trenches. rush. Which they yeah. might be, I think, they're out with Toronto Armstead, the right tackle, right. left tackle, wherever side he plays. Yep, that's big. Close on that side 90% of, of the time. Right, but, but even if you do that, the, the Dolphins could slide their protection and chip both, so you're going to need yeah. someone else to take advantage, and it should be Armstead. But we don't know if he's going to play or what what condition he's in. If it ain't Armstead, it really hasn't been anyone else the last month. You know, Charles Omeni, who's had moments, but Drake Jackson hasn't taken over. Samson Ebukam's been hurt. Um, Armstead, if he could take over, then the Niners, I mean, they could, they should win the game. You know? I wonder so. how many blitzes that Miko's going to feel feel like is going to have to call because that's, that's a gamble. I mean, blitzing is always a gamble. But I, like I, I wonder how I wonder how Tua's that, quarterback rating like or whatever that. rating there is out there his stats look like when he's under duress or against a blitz. Um, I would imagine it's decent because yeah. if he's able to actually, if you're going to call blitz, it's like great. Fred Warren's going to shoot down there. You have two seconds to let the ball out of your hand, and he and Tua might know where to go with it immediately and deliver. Ah, that's going to be a, that's going to be a barn burner right there with the, whoever you deliver it to between Hill and Waddle. That's going to look ugly. Which you, I wonder if that's going to be the case if the pass rush can't get there and Armstead's not efficient or he's on a, a very slim pitch count. It, you really, really need that pass rush to get there because the coverage is going to probably be the name of the game today or uh, Sunday. Yeah, I just don't think the Niners – usually the Niners' defense is faster than the opposing offense, but not this week. Not this week. Not this week. So you got to win with pressure and strength in the, in the trenches. And then on offense, Miami – I mean, if, if Miami doesn't get – pressure of their own the Niners should be able to move the ball I mean 
you avoid Xavier Howard, check it down to Christian McCaffrey, throw the ball to Jawan Jennings. I mean, these are things that have been working for the 49ers. Don't force it to freaking Debo. Stop doing that. He's not having a great year, and he does like two things well right now. Do those. The, what, what are the two things he does well? A screen pass Crossing and a shallow slant. cross. Shallow cross. Not even a slant. Because he can't like make any breaks right now. He's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. He he's has not, to round it out. He has to round out everything. Ugh. But yeah, um, maybe a, maybe a, a reverse a reverse screen. Shallow you know, cross. I wouldn't be shocked if uh if Mike McDaniel Mike Mike you know tells the defensive coordinator, hey, put Xavier and Howard on IU because I think Howard does shadow a Thank little you. bit. I think you no know, because like me being the cornerback connoisseur that I love, I'm I'm, I'm sh- sh- Howard has it in his repertoire to shadow receivers. Which yep. it'd be smarter to put him on IU because Way smarter. IU's gonna have the whole route tree almost available to him. Where Debo, you already know it's not gonna go deep. Not be Debo's one of the best. I mean, IU's one of the best route runners in the league right now. Debo, IU, IU could be able to sauce up Howard. Howard is not the same top tier corner that he was like three years ago. Yeah, I think IU can still good, but I think Debo's not saucing him. up anyone. IU can probably sauce up anyone except for Sauce Gardner. If your name is Sauce, you're not getting sauced up. All right, you'll get mixed up. We're gonna mix that sauce. Are you up gonna and- name? I want to name my son uh, uh, some type of sauce. I think name being named or just being named generic sauce is great. The sauce in general. What if you <laughs> named your kid <laughs> Marinara? His name is Marinara. Oh God! You have to say it like this. Do you do you have a feeling which team's gonna win? I don't know yet. I want to see if Armstead's gonna play. I think. Look, I think I'm gonna have to. I feel like I pick the Niners all the time to win, and I think I'm going to pick them in this game by by slim by slim pickings, like because it's it, it's again it's the same frustrations why people have of the Niners only putting up 13 points against the Saints, or why they're not putting up more points against the Chargers. It's like it's because I know what they can be if they actually mm-hmm. get it together. And mm-hmm. again, I know there's another team out there who's going to you know derail them and cap them from being that. But still, you have a prime opportunity in front of you. This is not the same defensive line, the same defense that the, that the Saints are. Um. It, it, the strength of the Dolphins is their offense. And uh, yeah. if you look at all the Dolphins' games, they've given up points to so many teams. The mm-hmm. only reason why they've been able to win and outlast is because they can win shootouts. They have the offensive yeah. caliber. Can the Niners? The Niners, like, I think I'd be going as far as to say the Niners might have to score 28 points to win because the defense might have some collapses. This is the most dangerous offense they've faced all season since the Chiefs. Um, obviously, the determinant, the difference is the quarterback because Mahomes is MVP caliber. To us, pretty far off from that. Um, that'd be the only difference. So I think offense, step it up, score. You know, don't don't ride the coattails of your defense. Please feel some urgency and make it easy for your defense to feel okay about allowing a score. The fact that the Niners couldn't score more than 22 against the Chargers, the Chargers team that didn't have J.C. Jackson or Joey Bosa. They had no one. They had no one. I mean, they had the it's worst throwing. run defense in the league, and they basically limited the Niners. 22 isn't awful, but it's, you know, it's like average – a little bit below average. If if they couldn't score more than 22 against the Chargers, are they going to score more than 22 against Miami? Maybe. I think the reason why they look good in those games, the Chargers and the Saints, is because their head coaches are defensive-oriented. So they, they knew how to really dig in there and be like, we got to limit all this. And then look, yeah. it, it worked. This week it's against McDaniel. Uh, their defensive coordinator, I don't even know who the defensive coordinator is, but I, I don't think it's going to be too much of uh, locking them down. So... That's that's one thing I, I thought about too. I was like, you know what, Sean Payton. The defensive is- coordinator is Josh Boyer, I have who no idea. has been with Miami for a while. 
he was their defensive coordinator the last couple of years. So, okay, so he also was in New England for a very long time. He was in New England for a long time. Josh Boyer. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. all right. So, look, ultimately, that defense has not been good. A lot of games, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you've been, yeah. if you're a betting man, you would take a lot of games that would go the over with Miami because a lot of their points have been going, like, in the 50s. I, I think this is a primetime game for the That's Niners true. to finally head to get their that defense, one out of the division. Their defense ranked 17th in yards allowed and 19th in points allowed. So nothing – that's average. not even mediocre. That's a little bit below average, yeah. Yeah, it's average. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're poo-poo, but, like, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty average with a below-average moments. Um, yeah, but the Niners' offense has struggled against some mediocre yeah, defenses. Yeah. That's yeah. why, to me, it's like, look, here's here's the yeah. look. Last week was your excuse, sure. Let, let, let's say it was true. The conditions, the, the flying from Mexico City, whatever. You know, you you face a good defense, a really elite defensive line with a great defensive head okay. coach. What's Fine. your excuse this year? Yeah, what, this, week. Mean, this week, right? I, well, your excuse is you don't have Elijah Mitchell. Well, that's a poor excuse. That's a, I mean, he's he's hurt, hurt frequently. Oh, okay. Well, hamstring. Okay. Well, uh, well, uh, well, well, you know what. They the the Dolphins. I don't want to hear the injury excuse because, frankly, the last month I feel like the Niners have been the healthier team in every single matchup, and now the Dolphins are missing their left tackle. So it's football. You got some of your guys are out, some of their guys are out too. I don't want the Dolphins have Byron Jones, I think, still. Yeah, exactly. So it's their best. Yeah, I don't know who's going to win this game yet, but it's very interesting. Jason says All Pro Huff needs to be the X factor in this game. He's been. Forcing turnovers, got to He's been the X be. factor in every game. He's been the factor every game. He's been phenomenal. And, how, and you know, he? McDaniel knows the, the Niners really well, but how well does he know Huff? Hafunga. I mean, Hafunga wasn't really a factor on this team when McDaniel was here. Oh, my God. If he gets Hafunga lined up on Tyreek Hill, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Corey says, position for position, hard to say Miami doesn't have the better weapons this season. Hill and Waddle will give mad problems. Also, the Niners gave, gave the Dolphins two really nice running backs. They're like, here, we don't want him. You take him. McDaniel's like, that is so nice of you. Thank you very much. I will send you a Christmas card. I will send you a flower arrangement to show my thanks. All right, I got to go. Good show. I thought we did great. I thought this was one of our best shows, Jose. That's because Mexico plays in an hour and a half. Is that right? They're probably going to get bounced. It's Have they scored a goal right yet? Now. It's looking bad right now. Have they scored a goal yet? No, they no. haven't. This is the first time in, I think, how many years? I forgot they said. Since the 70s, the 80s, it's a crazy stat. Seth, Mexico has not scored a goal in their first two World Cup matches. Are they supposed it's, to be good? It, I don't follow it, soccer. Are they supposed to be good? They have, like, super- Mexico, Mexico is just always is like the average team where they're good Who's their best player? group stage, then they get bounced from the round of 16, which, you know, the fact that you get out of the group stage is already accomplished in it of itself. It's always huge. That's the thing about soccer. There are more losses in soccer, especially World Cup. But this, I don't... The only way they're going to get out of the group stage is if they blow out the Saudi Arabians. But which... USA is going to make it out of the group stage, right? Oh yeah, they already they already guaranteed. Are yeah, we good? Of... Is Gen yeah. Z US soccer like a, a legit thing? Because millennial US soccer was not. We were supposed to. No, I don't. No. I, I, I feel like they're they were down bad four years ago. They picked it back up to being stand their standard that they had been before. But is this Landon Saturday, Donovan still on the team? Shut up! No, of course not. He's as old as you now, or not even. Is Alexi Lawless still on the team? No, he's commentating, and he's pretty damn annoying. So bad. He's so annoying. He's really But USA bad. plays Netherlands Holland on Saturday morning, so they're probably going to get smoked like 3 nothing. Probably. It's That'll be, be fun to watch. Looking forward to that. I'll pretend like I liked soccer. No, I like soccer. I'll pretend like I like USA soccer for a second. That'll be fun. Go team. Oh, we lost? All right, let's turn the channel. Thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, let's awesome see what – Anyways. I'm really oh, – Jimmy doesn't talk today. 
But we'll see what, where, where he's at on. I, I wow. want to know about his knee. I'd like to know more you know about Kyle's Garoppolo's knee. No, nah, Kyle's be like, it's good. That's what he said about the, the thumb and the shoulder last year. And then you ask Jimmy, and he's like, oh, you know, it is what it is. Is it? Is it what it is, Jimmy? Okay, we'll find out. Thanks for watching. Good stuff, Jose. Adios. Thank you.